you detailed that. He detailed that well with, I, you know, I struggled with fielding and he had doubts at times. So I, I think that's another thing I took away the battle with confidence that like anybody else that David Wright had. Yeah. I think he made himself a little vulnerable in the book. And that was cool because Look, anyone who knows David Wright knows that this was never going to be a controversial book. You know, there was never going to be things splashed on the back pages because of something that David said, trashing someone else. He's not that kind of guy. Uh, so what makes a biography or an autobiography of David Wright stand out? I think I think you just hit on it. It is that vulnerability where he really does get into his emotions a bit and what he was thinking and the doubts that he was having, because in a lot of cases, they were similar to doubts that fans had along the way that, that people watching his career had along the way. And I think for someone reading the autobiography of, of a baseball player who obviously had a very successful career, seven time all-star did all these amazing things on the field. And to see that it, it's kind of a wake up call, like you said, to say, well, okay, not everyone just has it. And sure because I made the big leagues, I'm all that. And I never have to worry about anything. These guys, these guys grind and they grind mentally as well. And not just to make it to the big leagues, but to stay there and to do well, it's tough on a lot of these guys. And I think probably every single one of them have significant doubts at some point along their journeys. Anthony DeComo, author of the book, the captain joining me here talking about David Wright. The other thing was the city field transition. You always heard the narrative city field, the wide gaps, the ballpark was massive. We got, we know that it's a much fairer ballpark now, but he changed his body. He worked at changing his game and you wonder, yes, he got hurt a couple of years later and that would have inevitably changed his game. But he even admits lower on base, more home runs, more strikeouts. The David Wright from 04 to 08 was Chipper Jones. The David Wright after, yes, there were injuries, but he wasn't the same player. And it sounds like city field had a little bit at least to do with it or maybe a bigger impact than we even thought. Yeah, I, I think that was the impact in that he saw it as a challenge. He saw it as something that he needed to overcome. And to do that, to attack it, he bulked up like crazy. He spent way more time in the weight room than he ever had before. And he regrets that uh, for a couple of reasons. One, because he thinks that probably wasn't the best way to go about it. If he had just stopped thinking about home runs and became more of a gap hitter and, and did those sorts of things, he probably would have, he, at least he believes he probably would have found some more success. But the other part of it is he has since learned later in his career. And I think, you know, what we know about how baseball players and how professional athletes can and should work out has grown so much over the last 10, 15 years. And, you know, he has since realized that maybe weightlifting wasn't the be all and end all. And if he had worked more on some mechanical changes in his swing, if he had worked more on being flexible and fluid and all of those things, they would have had as much of an effect on his power output as bulking up to the point where he was not the same type of hitter did. So yeah, th- I think that's definitely a regret. And to David's credit, you know, that 2009 season, the first year in City Field was a very weird one for him statistically. He did manage to bounce back from that and become a more complete player. And in 2010, 2011, 2013, he was, a, he was an all-star that year. So he, he, he did it, but it took a little time. And there was probably a little gap in production in the middle of his career that didn't necessarily have to be there. Two names that he talked about that are names in Mets history that sometimes have a polarizing uh, response by fans, Willie Randolph and Carlos Beltran. Willie Randolph, he talked about the impact Willie had early in his career, bigger than I think we realized. Uh, And Beltran, who gets criticized a lot for the strikeout in uh, game seven and maybe not being that vocal leader. Mm -hmm. The fact that Beltran comes up to him virtually before the season starts says, let's work out. 
and the impact it had on a young player like David, who was not even a year in the league, it tells me a lot about those two guys. And it, I think it should give fans maybe a different prism to look at both of them who both left here under not such great circumstances. Yeah, I thought those were both interesting. You know, Art Howe was David's first manager, but for all intents and purposes, it was really Willie Randolph who came in in his first full season and, and from day one kind of identified David. Not that was difficult to do, but identified David as this is going to be the guy for the franchise. This is going to be a leader for the franchise. Even if he doesn't become an all-star caliber annual type player, this is the guy that the franchise has to rally around. And I think Willie identified that and set it aside as a personal mission of his to nurture that and to develop that. Because let's not forget, Willie Randolph was a, a, a heck of a leader in his own right as a player before he ever became a coach and a manager uh, with the Yankees. So he, he knew what it took. And I think, um, I think Willie Randolph probably is, this is just my opinion, one of the more underrated managers